Hey, beautiful people. Welcome back to another life-changing, life-altering installment of the In Between podcast. My name is Ayek. If you're new, you're more than welcome. If you're returning, you are very much welcome. How are you? Let's just start with that. Let's. How is February 14th, also known as Valentine's Day, also known as like my third favorite holiday? How was it for you? I feel like this time around, there's been a lot more support for the girls who have different experiences. So I follow this Instagram page called Transparent Black Girl, and I just love it. It is a very, very safe space for the girls. And I say that because there's this thing of support, this community of support, and like addressing our very specific, unique experiences that like, you don't know that you're experiencing it until you talk to your fellow black girl or black woman, and you're just like, hmm. We've lived the same lives, just in different translations. But then there's also the space for accountability, which I think, I personally believe that in the safe space, there has to be levels of accountability. So they did this really good thread for the girls who, you know, had different love experiences. So like they said, happy bounds are sending love to the girls, to the black women who give a lot of love, but don't get it in return. Sending love to the girls who are in their first healthy relationship, help, sending love to the girls who are who were the problem in their relationship, sending love to the girls that have had a long-lasting love. Like, it was just really good. It just felt like a hug. I share a lot of their threads and their posts because they just, they understand. It never gave pandering. That's one of the few Black girl pages that does not give pandering and, like, roses and flowers 24-7 because our experiences are just too complex to just be roses and flowers, but they can be. You know what I'm saying? You feel what I'm saying? So, Yeah. Valentine's Day was good. I was not working that day. I didn't take off because of Valentine's Day. I just needed a few days off, guys. Like, this life, eh? This is well. Super grateful for my job, but I realized that I never took vacation. Like, even on my birthday, it didn't occur to me to take time off. And also, I was scared to take time off because I'm like, oh, it's too soon working. Are they going to fire me because I want time off? There's a way to balance giving your best at work and also enjoying your life, which I'm learning. And just the, I'm learning the whole thing of being afraid and being afraid to talk to my boss or like ask things, make requests and run late. Just the pressures, is, the pressures was getting worse. So I'm glad I took that off. So I took a few days off and it's been good. And then next week is President's Day and the I work in news and the specific kind of news I do follows a different calendar than everyone else so whenever there's a national holiday oh girl we close we lock the building up we say bye y'all gotta get so i'm happy about that and i'm just i'm i'm i've been having some some interesting interesting occurrences let's put it that way you know one thing about growth is it's gonna come when if you ready when you when you open your mouth and say i'm ready for growth listen the boys gonna be like you ready okay you ready okay let's do this let's go i I'm grateful. I'm grateful. Let's put it that way. Back in therapy regularly, child, not the once a month, not my therapist looking at me like, girl, do you still know me? You still want to be my friend? Like we're back on a regular schedule. So every, every, like, so at a certain time, once a week, or is it every other week? Every other week. Cause it's, first of all, insurance ain't gonna cover that. Insurance don't cover it now. And also like, what are we going to talk about? I mean, not every week, but consistently at least two to three times a month your girl is back regularly in therapy it's a beautiful feeling my therapist is really really that girl i've spoken about a woman it's not like, ah, she's doctor hey no they use my therapist play you she's a doctor 
she's an Igbo woman. She's from the same state as my mom. So it's just like, it's like talking to my older sister, like a big sis. She understands the culture. She just understands a lot of things. And it feels good to be seen, but also dragged. And she drags with grace. One day I'll get there. One day I'll get to, um, to that place. We're going to talk about something very close to my heart. And that is the AFCON match. Let me tell you guys something. This... <clears throat> It is well with the Super Eagles. I'll start there. It is well with the Super Eagles. We're 28th in the world, unlike some egg eaters, which I'm going to get to in a second. Let me stop playing with these. Let me stop playing with y'all, even though you guys play with us. These people have my dad wearing his shoes. He wore his sneakers in the house as he was watching the match. My dad was not busy. <laughs> he was obviously too well to watch this match. He had on his shoes, his sneakers. He said, I, after the match was, I had stepped out. By the time I came back, he just went to sleep. He went upstairs and went to sleep. And it was like, the match was over at like 5 p.m. But he went to sleep because he's like, oh, it hurt. It hurt. It hurt. What did, what also did bother me was how it was like Africa against Nigeria, which I find so fascinating because get your own accent. Stop cosplaying as us. Okay. We're, I bring peace. I come in peace. I come in peace. So it's like, there's this obsession with just being like being anti-Nigeria, which I'm sure you can hear from like the things I talk about. I'm very pan-African. Like I'm very much for the progress of Africa, but I find it fascinating because every personality trait, every accent that's like trending and stuff is a variant of Nigerian accents. I've even heard some Ghanaians using the word Japa. And I'm just like, wait, hold on. You guys don't like, like, do you like us or not? Now, Ghanaians, I have to put Ghanaians in a separate category because the way that we fight, but still love each other, like the way that we fight, but cannot live without each other, it needs to be studied. And one thing about us, if you get in the mix with us, we're going to go against you. Like, it's not, it's not what you think it is. So just let us, let us enjoy our relationship, how we enjoy it. But yeah, it was, it was kind of disturbing personally, just because the type of person I am. It's disturbing how anti-Nigerian a lot of Africans are. And it's just like not contributing to the progress of your country or your diaspora, or your community, like the hatred. And I'm not even saying this like from a place of pride. It's like, it's not beneficial. What, has, what is it doing? It's just what a lot of times it boils down to is really an inferiority complex. Ooh, don't worry. I'm, I mean, I'm dragging, I'm going to be dragging throughout, but it, boy, it really is an inferiority complex if you look down to it. People are like, oh no, we're just, it's just banter. The only, listen, the only people we banter with <laughs> that we banter will go low, 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 then come up is Ghana and at times Cameroon. But you see the, you other ones, you other people, it's an inferiority complex and that's okay. That's okay. It's, it's a continent with 55 countries that almost progress. It's non-negotiable. All, all must go well with Africa. And also, sentiments aside, you know, our men are well-trained. The, the men on the Super Eagles are well-trained. And you know, it's, in our culture, it's not right to go to another person's house and press their heads. They're well-trained. They're well-mannered. That's, that's the explanation for that thing. It, it won't be nice now. How will you go to somebody else's house and oppress them? No, no, no. It's not in our culture. They're well-trained. <laughs> I'm happy for Ivory Coast and yeah, I wish them well. I just wish that there was just, there was a lot of nasty comments. Like people were even saying like F Nigeria, F Super Eagles, all this stuff. I'm like, okay, okay. And what I'm not saying, okay, like I accept it. What I'm saying, okay, is like, this is just a lot. This is obsessive. And my thing is like, stop cosplaying as us and stop pandering so you can get with our men. I'm just saying, ooh, okay. So let's get to why we're here. I had to let it out. Like, stop. <laughs> If we're really that bad, like you say, we are like this and this alone. 
Just leave us alone. Leave us alone. If you think I'm joking about cosplaying, look at the look at a lot of the trending accents, trending like skits and stuff from other African countries. As someone who's familiar with a lot of African accents, it's not their accent. It's a play on the Nigerian accent. <sighs> it is well with Africa. Africa must progress by fire or by force. That's my own. That's my own. Progress for Africa. If you're not paying attention to what's going on in the political climate in a lot of African countries, speaking specifically West African countries like Senegal, Burkina Faso, look look at Nigeria a bit too, Ghana. Like keep let's just keep our eyes on Africa. Let's keep um African countries in our hearts and keep child. Let's keep each other on each other's minds, wishing good things, not F this, F that. Not you people, you know, don't get lights. You people don't get light. I can't even do the Ghanaian pigeon because I find your, your pigeon fascinating. But again, we'll put Ghanaians in another category. You guys don't have light in your country. You're corrupt leaders. Hmm. Learn how to drag. Learn how to drag. As you can see, I'm it is it is disappointing. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It's not even from a place of like, oh, they dragged us because seeing the drags have not like none of nobody ate except for us like we 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 our retaliation some of them were funny and then people were literally like just cursing people and stuff which was extra but um yeah all jokes aside like it like look into your complexes babe book my therapist i'm just saying she takes insurance okay so if you've been on here long enough then you have seen or heard because we didn't do videos back then you have heard the unpopular opinion series here. So I was, I found the list of my popular opinions that I had at the time when I made the video. I'm not going to, how, how should I do this? Let me say it this way. The ones that are continuations or like opposites of previous unpopular opinions, I'm gonna highlight them. But let's just keep it cute. I already, see, I already came out gun, guns blazing. I already told 75% of you guys I need therapists. Like, I've already started. So let me just finish what I've started. Let's start with number one. If you can't already tell, we're talking about popular opinions. But that one about inferior, inferiority complexes, it's not popular opinion. Like, book my therapist. Okay. Number one, let's talk to the man haters out there. Women who, oh, I hate men, I hate men, all that stuff. This is the thing about the man-hating lifestyle. It's still an obsession with men. So women who hate men, but are also critical of women who they feel like center men or obsessed with men, it's two sides of the same coin because who's at the center? Men. Do you want real freedom? How about you decenter men in general? Because even a woman who hates men, her actions are still motivated by men. Check it. Check it very, very well. If you know any man haters, as a former man hater, I can tell you, if you don't decenter men, even hating men is going to be surrounded, like centered around men. That's why a lot of times when I hear women say things like, oh, you know, men can tell that this is and this when they feel like they're other, they're not obsessed with men. You still are. Because if your argument about why a woman shouldn't make a certain choice or do a certain thing is around what men can tell and what they can't tell, then baby, hashtag decenter men. Listen, heal. You have to heal. If you really want to decenter men, you, you have to heal first. That's a big, big, big one. Like, why do you hate men? What caused you to hate men? And women who are obsessed with men, what caused you to be obsessed with men? Just check well. Check it, check it, check it, check it, check it, check it very well. 
and then decentermen but hashtag decentermen hashtag decentermen 2024 until jesus returns okay the only man we need to center is that man of galilee i'll tell you right now glory to jesus to jesus be my glory <laughs> no on a serious note like decentermen i'm just saying a lot of men want submissive providers should I, should, do I, do I need to go into detail on number two? A lot of men want submissive providers. And you can tell me about the economy and things like that. I said providers. A lot of y'all want a provider that will do what you say when you, a lot of times probably lack basic leadership capabilities, can't lead yourself. You could probably can lead a fish to the water, but you want her to submit and provide. And also not as your wife, as your girlfriend, as a person you're talking to. Okay. <laughs> okay number three this is for the girlies that were grew up in a culture or a society where being a good cook and being clean or whatever the case may be was seen as the only criteria as you know what could keep a man i'm from a Kwaibom state my mom is Igbo. if you if you're not aware of this a Kwaibom is in southern nigeria in a region that we call the niger delta region but generally we call it south south and um I think as early as like 13 or thereabout, I, I heard about, oh, Calab first of all, they call us Calaba women, which Calaba is a city in Cross River State. They're referring to ethnic women. Ethnic women are from Cross River State. My tribe, Aron, is, we're literally, it's, we're like a different dialect. <laughs> same language, same culture in a lot of ways. But um, they say that, oh, they're, they're good wives. Ask them why they're good wives. Well, they'll tell you before you can even ask. They're good wives because they're good in bed and they are good cooks. We learned that at a very early age, and it's not just our culture, but I'm just, you know, using that as a backdrop. We learned that as a very at a very early age, and we think that that's the only criteria, criteria to have a... So the goal is not even about having a healthy relationship. It's about keeping a husband. Even if your life goal is to keep a man, it's not kitty cat and um, you're good cooking, okay? Let me put it that way. But we have to reframe what we think. Is keeping a man the goal or having a healthy relationship, having something that our children will not be trying to run away from home? Yousef, you will want to run away from home. I'm just saying, how about we change the goal? How does that start? Decenter man, decenter man, decenter man. It's not by having a good, good kitty cat and cooking well, okay? Let me put it that way. <laughs> That's not it. There are a lot of women who are doing all of those things and are still ending up getting played, getting disrespected, getting insulted, being extremely bitter, and for some reason, some strange re reason, hating their fellow women. That one I don't even understand. Internalized misogyny, I guess. Yeah, that one. I don't get it. I don't get it, Gail. I don't understand it. No, that one truly like goes over my head. Don't understand it at any point. So this one I had, this was in my previous Unpopular Opinion post, and it honestly remains the same. If they circle back, they think you're a fool. I think on that episode, I said they think they want to see if you're stupid, but it's the same concept. And by they, I mean the person who wasted your time, the scavenger, the liar, the scammer, the schemer, the manipulator, the person that needs deliverance from the Jezebel spirit. If they return, it's not the flex you think it is. And I love how, like, since that episode and now, a lot of people are waking up to that revelation. Mind you, men men or women can have the spirit of Jezebel, just in case you didn't know. But um, my point is, if they're coming back, they just want to see if you... They want to see if everything's okay. And a lot of the girls and guys are like, listen, 
remain blocked in Jesus name. <laughs> remain blocked. Don't come back here. I love it. A lot of people don't have anything to do with their lives. A lot of people just have low self-esteem and low self-worth. So they just go around trying to terrorize people, terrorize people that they previously terrorized to see if they can terrorize again. And these things are spiritual. There are a lot of spiritual, spiritual implications to a lot of things. Like, I think I've said this, I said this on an early episode where, you know, Jesus was talking about how when someone gets delivered, they, you know, the house, the house, meaning their heart is clean. It's spotless. When that same affliction returns and sees a clean house, he'd be like, hey, come on, let's get more. We, we can fit more in here. It's just not worth it. It's just not worth it. Like, if you need an ego boost, email me. I'll hype you. Because if it's to say that, oh, they never leave, they keep coming back, it's not the flex you think it is. And it's not giving you the room to heal and move forward with your life. It's just not. It doesn't make you better than the next person. It's just not. It's just, if you need hype, come, I will hype you. If that's what it's about, I've been known to hype. I think they call it an encourager. Yeah, I can hype you. Um, set up your tripods wherever you want. And I say that with a, an asterisk because, I mean, don't set it up at the White House or something like that. I'm not saying set it up anywhere, but like, don't be afraid to pull out your tripod at the gym. Don't be afraid to pull out your tripod if you're doing your content at Sephora or whatever the case may be. I think a lot of times we get caught up in our heads and no, oh, I don't want to be that person. Okay, well, what is that person? Mind you, is this that person we're referring to? They're making money, yo. Or they may not be making money, but they have peace of mind. They're like becoming comfortable within themselves. Sometimes we, we try so hard to be anti and we stifle our joy. It's okay to be that person. It's 100% okay to be that person. Just saying. Acting like you don't care is not the flex you think it is, which ties directly into this. Oh, I'm chilling. Oh, I'm cool. Are you really, are you burning inside? Are you burning inside? In recent history, I've had conversations with people and I can tell by the look in their eyes, they're doing the opposite of chilling, the complete opposite of chilling, but they would tell me they're chilling. I'm like, if you know that I know what's really going on, how you feel, how you react, not caring and making it your personality trait. I hear a lot of people say strange things like, you know what? I forget, forgetting you game is so good, I can forget your name and your face. Okay, that's a trauma response. That's, it's not normal. It's it's not, if, if what you're saying is true, because a lot of times, not you, but those people are lying and they get on social media and stuff and say it because they think it like makes them seem edgy. It's probably like, let me, let me not, I'm not a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Let me, let me just assume like it's 35% of the time they're lying. But the rest of that, if that is the case, seek help it is not healthy if you can if you're blocking out like entire people relationships situations and stuff it is a trauma response it's abnormal okay just saying so this was one that i had to sit with for a little while our parents are not our problem but they're kind of our responsibility and i would even remove the kind of they're not our problem but they're our responsibility so they're still alive they're still here by the grace of god and we owe them things like praying for them, showing gratitude and honor and things like that in the case that they're not, you know, they don't need to be arrested and things like that. So if you, if you're no contact with abusive parents and things like that, I'm not, I'm not talking about that. That's still kind of our responsibility. Notice 
I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. Like they need, not that they need help more, but I find myself stepping in more to assist them with things that when I was younger, they'd be able to do themselves. I find myself kind of like watching over their shoulder. Like, what are you working? What are you doing on the computer? Where are you going? They be what? If I tell you my parents, they, they started, they will text. They will text or they will tell me. But sometimes they'll be walking towards the door in my mind. I'm like, where are these, where are you guys going? Okay, when you went there, who did you talk to? Who did you see? And it's just like, hold on, pause. When did this happen? So we can't make fixing them or making make their entire lives our obsession and our focus that we don't focus on ourselves and our growth and working towards or building our own families. But, you know, we got to keep a closer eye on them. What y'all got going on? I'll be looking at the camera to see who's like who's walking by and stuff. What are y'all doing? <laughs> I was talking talking about this on Instagram and a lot of people reply. They're like, listen, yes. Where are these people going? Where do you think you're going? After 8 p.m., I'll be checking that. Ah, hello, is everything well? Where, where are you people? Nobody told me that you're staying out late. So 8.30 is late. Where are you guys? If they come back too early, like what I teach, because I track their schedule. One time my dad came back earlier than he usually does. And I'm like, why are you home so early? What happened? And he's like, I can't come home early. I'm like, oh, sorry, sir. I was just asking now. No, Bianca, just what it, I was just asking. Take things, you know. But it's it's very funny how the dynamic changes. <laughs> Okay, this one is one that I had to really, <clears throat> I had to really get it together. Making your spiritual gift your personality trait is not actually using it for God. It's honestly as good as using it for Satan. So when you discover that you have some gifts, it could be prophecy, teaching, dream interpretation, things like that. It's very quick. It's very easy to be like, oh, well, God told me this, or I saw this, or I was able gift of healing or whatever. Oh, I healed this person. And it's very easy to make it like the reason why people should respect you or why people should fear you or make you feel like you have some special access to God that they don't. Uh, immediately no. Making it your personality trait actually hurts people and it stifles the growth of opportunity. And it just makes it like, it's a process, but it's one of those things where it's like, so why did God give it to you if you're just going to like make people feel guilty or make people feel horrible? I've had cases where I've, you know, experienced, you know, the use or the activation or the manifestation of my spiritual gifts. And I was just like, hmm, well, God, I'd be feeling it may not come off that way, but in my mind, that's my thought process. And I've seen it hurt people. I've seen, you know, like come out prematurely or I wasn't supposed to say anything I wasn't supposed to do anything and I did it just be like because yeah God talks to me or God gave me this gift not necessarily God talks to me but like God gave me this gift or whatever the case may be it is supposed to be there's a bible verse I should should have let me pull it up it's for the edifying let's see it's for the good of the people good of the people bible verse oh no 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 child come on now no, 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 no. This is like Let's see what it says. Yeah. First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse I'm gonna read from verse four. I'm gonna do the New Living Translation because I think that's the one that stood out to me. The, there are different kinds of spiritual gifts, but the same spirit is the source of them all. There are different kinds of service, but we serve the same Lord. God works in different ways, but it is the same God who does the work in all of us. 
A spiritual gift is given to each of us so we can help each other. To one person, the spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. And the spirit is the Holy Spirit, by the way. To another, the same spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same spirit gives great faith, great faith to another. And to someone else, the one spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to, to discern whether a person is from the spirit of God or from another spirit. Still, another person is given the ability to speak in unknown languages, while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said. This is a, verse 11 now. It is the one and only Spirit, Holy Spirit, who distributes all these gifts. He alone decides which gift each person should have. So it's to help each other. So if, which is a process, you know, of being willing to help each other, because sometimes I know a lot of times we have this challenge of like, how can it be that easy that this person can be saved? They were evil yesterday, but today you're telling me that Jesus, you know, died on the cross for them too. That's us trying to be in control. It is just not beneficial. It can even push people further away from God. And that's why I'm saying it's almost as good as using it for Satan. If you're not, if you're making it your personality trait. Okay, this one is going to get the girls riled up, but it just has to be said. A man must love you more is not, it doesn't even... Let me just tell you why. First of all, it's manipulative. If you are managing the love that you give and show, and I hear the argument of, oh, well, a woman naturally is going to give more this is this. Any woman that's 100% sure of herself would not. I mean, who's 100% sure of themselves? Any woman that is sure of herself, I guarantee you will not give more because in her mind, she's like, I don't feel super fulfilled. I don't feel super into this. That thought process is for is from a place of lack is from a place of insecurity let's pause moment of silence because i just shook i shook the table if you're with someone that you don't feel fully you know locked in with from your heart i didn't say from your head or from your heart if you are sure of yourself they wouldn't have to tell you you pack your things and go so if a woman who's sure of herself knows that she can't be in situation by situation, I mean relationship or something where she's not fulfilled because she's not fully into that person, what does that mean about people who have that thought process? It suggests insecurity. And I'm saying that as someone who used to believe that, okay? Now, if we're talking about marriage and stuff, you know, yeah, the Bible does say like husband love your husbands love your wives, wives respect your husbands. Yeah, but it still doesn't say anything about the husband must love you more. You cannot be sure of yourself and comfortable in who you are and your wants and your needs and still prom like believe that. It's just not. It's a means of control, manipulation, managing emotions. And then when you start coming into yourself, you find yourself feeling unfulfilled. You said you wouldn't give your... Okay, when you go to work, the, the job you don't like, even if your boss is praising that, oh, you're so good, you're so good, but in your heart, you're like, mm, there's probably more out there. Girl, you're going to be applying for jobs at work using their internet, their computer that they sent you, if you work remote, to apply for jobs because you're not 100% fulfilled. Okay? Think about that. Think about that. Oh, you know, I want a man that's obsessed with me. Okay, and he can be. And also, like, he shouldn't, like, he should not love you more than he loves God because if he does, then something is going on. Okay, re reprioritize. But trust me, if if the if the way that you look for a relationship and stuff is, oh, he has to love me more than I love him. When you become more of who you are, you're not gonna be you're not gonna be interested in that relationship as much as you were before. And secondly, it's like, what? No, 
As someone who is a believer, immediately I said, no, 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 don't do that. I know you've been in toxic situations where you had to beg for a text or a phone call. You've been with people who, a man who hated you, and you realize after the fact that, wow, this person really hated me. But don't let that impact the way that you love and the love that you give to that person that is ordained for you. Just saying. Now, this is for, hmm. Okay, let me just kind of say it. That a person has accepted Jesus Christ is actually not enough. There are things in your bloodline, there are things in your generations, there's things that, that you have done that need to be addressed. There has to be a reprogramming and renewal of your mind, which takes accountability and work with God. I was watching this lady's video, Izine Zara, and she mentioned something along these lines. Yes, we, you know, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, there's still some reprogramming. As someone who accepted Jesus when she, I accepted Jesus Christ when I was 15, but I didn't start living my life honestly until like, well, according to God, it's 2021 or thereabout, or 2020, but I really didn't start really living until recently because there needed to be a reprogramming, a renewal of the mind, and there has to, there's a process, there's a willingness that has to exist for you to go through it so it's a heart thing it's you working with god to bring it to fruition and also declaring see where's that my oh i don't have it here we have affirmations write some stuff down some stuff that make sure that your children are not having the same mindset as you or to make sure that in five weeks or five days you don't have the same mindset that you saw growing up we talk a lot about generational curses christians talk a lot about generational curses people who believe in jesus talk about generational curses so then that means it has to be a next step other than just accepting jesus christ there's a process so i hope with these few points i was able to convince you and not confuse you i hope you enjoyed my popular opinion talk i'd be more than curious and excited to hear some of your unpopular opinions some of them may be popular the girls are like when i tell you i'm loving the growth of the people around me and just what I'm seeing, like we're letting the toxicity go, the foolishness go, the mind games go, like it's just really beautiful to see and I'm very happy and I'm excited to see more. So that's all I've got for you guys today. Ooh, 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 ooh. I hope you enjoyed it and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. Hey, thank you so much for listening. Stay well, stay beautiful, stay you in between now and when we meet again. Bye for now.